This is the show where two friends from different parts of the world discuss all things, all elite wrestling. And one of them actually knows what they're talking about. We'll let you decide. Welcome to the Beauty and the Beard Pro Wrestling Podcast with your hosts, Woody and Sarah. Welcome, everybody, to your AEW Dynamite review for July 28th, 2021. Fight for the Fallen from Charlotte, North Carolina. They were sold out. Right. You have to say it right. North Carolina. <laughs> That's it. And I just want to point out that we are uh, we're recording a little different today. Um, I am on vacation in, in Panama City, Florida. And so I'm recording from my balcony because it's like the only quiet place right now because in just a few minutes. And it's about 6.30 in the morning, so uh, I'm like half awake. So bear with me. Uh, but yeah, as soon as the family and everybody starts waking up, there's not going to be a, a, a quiet place in that room. So the balcony is the only place I can do it. And because we're doing this at a, at a different time, and uh, Sarah, your husband, is asleep in your house, what did yes. you have to do? Um, I drove 15 minutes to my mother's house. <laughs> <laughs> So, so she is recording at her mom's house uh, to avoid waking uh, her husband up while we do the show. And, yeah, uh, he's, I'm, I'm, he's not lazy. He's just been on nights. No, yeah, yeah. Seven thirty hour time UK yeah. time. Yeah, that, I, we should point that out. He is definitely not lazy. He <laughs> he is working. Uh, so he that, is working. That is why he's having to, to sleep during the day. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but any minute now, I'm hoping like the music down here at the bar by the pool doesn't start blaring because if so it's going to be a really interesting show i we might we might have a soundtrack in the background i'm not sure how this is going to go there's one but. one thing you can't you can't say about beauty in the beer pro wrestling podcast yes we don't do dedication we do it so well i know We're so dedicated <laughs> very we'll Indeed. always find a way always find Indeed. a way and also thank you very much for getting us to over 400 followers on twitter yes that is awesome like and we're on the way to 500 now yeah we're, we're up the last few days so mm-hmm. appreciate so it very you, much everybody yes yes but wow what a show i mean yes we, we wondered how the main event would top last week's texas mm. death match well <laughs> all that wonder went out the window uh, when the first Nick two minutes <laughs> <laughs> When you add the ingredient of Nick Gage into anything, there's going to be a lot more blood. So. Indeed. But before we get started with the show, I want to remind everybody to check out all of our content that comes out each week. We do Dynamite reviews, topic discussions, Q&As, uh, Rampage reviews when Rampage begins. And we got a lot of Rampage news tonight. <laughs> wow. Wow. Dun, um, dun, dun. Yeah. Pay-per-view previews and reviews. And whenever we can get them, we'll have interviews. <laughs> Um, we're working on uh, it. We're working on it. Honestly, we actually yep. are working on it. We're really working on it. Um, you don't see also, what goes on behind the scenes. <laughs> no, sometimes I don't see what goes on behind the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but also, don't forget to follow us uh, on Twitter. You can follow the channel at BeautyXTheBeard. You can follow me at LetTheBeardPlay. You can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. You can. And don't forget. Don't forget to follow us on the podcast platform that you're listening to us on, whether it be Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, whatever. Uh, just make sure to follow us or subscribe to us there. Uh, and now that all that stuff's out of the way, uh, Sarah. Yes. 
Are you ready to talk some dynamite? Oh, hell yeah, let's go. All right. The show kicked off. Uh, the show and I know kick I, off. <laughs> it definitely kicked off. It kicked off with a bang, and I expected this. I know we probably both kind of expected this to be the main event of the show, but no, yeah. this is the opener. And it makes sense after we saw the show why. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so it opened with the 10-man elimination match between the Elite and I, I want to say Hangman and the Dark Order. But, but he's not. He's wow. called himself the Dark Order. Just the Dark Order. Uh, yeah. And before, before we get into the match, let's talk about these entrances. Because that Dark Order entrance was like goosebumps. That My was goodness. Nice. That That is one way that they have, um, in a way, sort of repackaged the Dark Order without doing a disservice to Brody Lee. Yes, they because they did gone, it well. Yeah, it, it's not as a matter of fact that they're replacing him with anything. Like mm-hmm. they've not named Hangman a leader or anything. He's just nope. sort of, you know, the cowboy in the group. So everybody's now a cowboy. <laughs> it, 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 and that's a good point because the way the video package was done, it, you you had everybody like you had you know Stu Grayson. Yeah, and then the, you had the silhouette with the cowboy hat. I just yeah. that was brilliantly it was beautiful. Nice. Yeah. I like how they all came out as well, even like five uh, and ten that weren't in the match. And they're all yeah. like the little cowboy stuff, and they all did the little stuff on the ring. It was just like genuinely like the, my heart was bursting. I was that, so happy. That pose on the side of the ring oh, with all beautiful. of them throwing their hands up at the same time, but yeah. Hangman's was just a little different, you know, yeah. just the, the gun pose, uh, the yeah. gun. Oh man, good beautiful, stuff! And it, beautiful. And then, and then on the flip side, you had the super, <laughs> the super elite or the elite squad. Like, uh, do you know what? With this, when it started, I genuinely was like taken back to the nineties. I was just like, <laughs> I felt like I was watching Space Jam all over again, and that is a That's good what, movie. <laughs> it was a, an obvious, you know, a plug for Space Jam because I think they advertised it. Uh, yeah, but right I after the entrance, even, but I didn't even care about that. I normally don't oh, like I know. that type of stuff when they like yeah. do it like that. But this was just was, so fun. It was well done. It was just so over the top, and mm. uh, when you got all three of them dribbling basketballs coming down, all three <laughs> of them as in Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, and uh, it was just uh, didn't it, like it, even. Doc Gallows or Carl Anderson like almost knock over the like the basketball yeah. thing. Like it and must... Mike Mike Knuckles out was trying to like stabilize it. <laughs> it was just gonna like, fall going over on the fans. I know. It had to be Gallows Duncan. I missed it. I yeah. saw it falling. It, it's gotta be Gallows. hundred percent. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He's he's like he's a big guy. <laughs> uh but those those entrances were worth the price of admission alone. See, that felt so pay-per-view. It did. It, the crowd ate it up. It was, uh, I mean, it was so, it was such a contrast because the Dark Orders was more, uh, I guess, a little more serious, sentimental yeah. feel to it. And but that's then, kind of like the cocky side then, of the heels, isn't yeah. it? Like, and then, the, yeah, the elite was just like, oh, just a bunch of goofballs, like, just, you know, we don't really yeah. care. We're going to win this match regardless. And, and don't and, forget, like, people, like, I was watching this in silence as much as I wanted to jump around and, like, mm. you know, sing with space jam and stuff and like you know <laughs> hype the fact that like you know hangman page is dark order man he is dark order. i was just like sat there with the dog going yay <laughs> just really quietly <laughs> couldn't make noise you should have went over 
You should have went over to your mom's to watch the show. Do you know what? I really <laughs> did think to... about that, and then I realized yeah. halfway through that that's what I should have done. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but we're just going to quick run down the match. Here's how yeah, the we eliminations Yeah, talk about went. the match. Yes, yes. Here's how the eliminations went. Uh, Anderson eliminated Reynolds. Uno eliminated Anderson. Gallows and Grayson were eliminated via countout. Oh. I'm sure we'll get to the reason why yeah. here shortly. Omega eliminated Uno. Matt Jackson eliminated Silver. And this is where Hangman found himself in a three-on-one situation against his former friends, Omega and the Bucks. What a visual. I know. I know. I know um, I didn't call it like this, but I did prefer this. It was – It was. Uh, it made sense, but it wasn't mm. what I was ready for, I guess. I'll no, but you way. did say, um, like, yeah. if Hangman loses it, this is, like, another thing in his story. So I don't yeah. think we're going Hangman for all out. Maybe not. Um, it doesn't look that way. Um, Maybe what I said originally, which was full gear. Yeah, <laughs> it might be. I thought I was right. I don't know. Oh. Um, so, yeah, he found himself in his three-on-one situation. Uh, Hangman took spit to the face from Omega. Oh, my God. He took a, a triple super kick, a belt to the head, and he still managed to eliminate one of them. But once Kenny Omega dropped him with a one-winged angel, it was all over for Hangman and the Dark Order's chances for gold. One, two, three. The elite were victorious. I should sound happier than I am because I'm an elite guy, but mm. I'm not, man. Because I but was you're sad. You're a hangman guy. I am a hangman guy too. I know that's we. It's like a. It's, I'm torn. Like I should sound happier that, hey, the elite won, but ah, uh, yeah, not really. So <laughs> definitely not what we expected. Talk to me about this match. I'm torn. I know this was one of them where I was just like. I was so like when like the Dark Order got like the little bit just like yes me, and then yeah. I could see it slowly going against, and I was like, "This isn't what I wanted. This is not what I said was going to happen. Yeah, no. like, why are you doing this to me?" Um, but that visual where like Hamon's on the outside and Kenny and the books are in the ring, and you can see, you can basically see the cogs turning in his head, of mm. like, "Look, I've I've got to face these three. Like this is like." His yeah. basically like his past, present, and future time thing facing mm-hmm. him. It's like mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like um the ghosts of Christmas pasts. They're all there. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, he generally looked. I thought at one point he was going to back down because he generally looked across and like yeah. his eyes were wide as anything. Um, <laughs> somebody hand me a drink, quick. Yeah. Hand me a drink. It kind of has that feel to it. I genuinely was like holding my breath because I didn't know how this was gonna um continue because like we said, like if if he loses, then that's his title shot gone. Like but, but we we yeah. need Hangman to be to I be know, the champion. So AW are playing with our feelings and again. <laughs> I just I don't how do they get out of this? Um oh, I don't know. I trust them a hundred percent. Um, I just think we're just going to have a lot more Kenny and Books being absolute A-hats for a few more months, obviously. Yeah, because something we had talked about when we were referencing this match last week Mm. was that they're they're big on not going back on stipulations. Mm. When Cody lost his match uh, to where he couldn't challenge for the AEW World title again, he's not challenging Mm -hmm. for it again. So Hangman has now lost his shot at Kenny Omega 
for the world title. So, but we we got to get but, there. But Omega never said ever. You never ever. He didn't say that. He just said you won't get your shot. So I'm thinking that it will be further down the line. There'll be something that happens. Um. So. So could it could it be a situation where he now drops in the rankings and has to work his way back up and earn another Again, shot? Yeah. So I, I think that is the way um, it's gonna go. And we've got more oh my god, BT next week's gonna be heartbreaking. Man, it's gotta <laughs> happen it all out. It's gotta happen it all out. Like, Why? It just it it feels right. I don't know. Surely surely Omega has gotta have that belt longer than Mox and longer than Jericho. And if he gets to all out with it, he's pretty much done a year nearly. Yeah, it's supposed to be all out. I'm turning into a baby now. I know. Okay. I know it's meant to be all out for you, <laughs> but AW may have another plan. <laughs> I know. Uh, hey, what right. happens? What happens though? How about this? What happens if Full Gear, where Hamman becomes champion, just happens to be near where you live? You're trying to cheer me up now, aren't you? I'm trying to tell you there may be possibilities. It's still not working. Imagine imagine if you got to see it live. Yeah, that would be great. Well, there you go. That might be what's happening. You just imagine if I got. Imagine if I if I got to see it at all out. But you won't be going to all out. (laughs) I know, but I still want to see it at all out. I don't know. We don't always get things we want in wrestling. (laughs) No, we don't. We. Look at my guys. <laughs> Look at them. That is that is a very good point. All right, that cheered me up a little bit. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Your pain cheered me up a little. So thank uh, you. Yeah, to um, <laughs> next we had uh, Pac was with Marvez backstage, and he was upset that something happened to Penta and Phoenix's transportation from the airport. But Andrade and Chavo said they had things taken care of as they've arranged for the Lucha Brothers to arrive in a limo. So it looks like Andrade is trying to cause some issues. I love with how the death they then explained what a limousine is. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I can just see, like, seriously, I can just imagine Pac, like, seriously, this was out of wrestling context and this was just uh-huh. in like real life, inverted commas. Uh-huh. Uh, Pat would have just punched them in the face, <laughs> just like there and then. Um, yeah. I I say next time that's what he should do. Um, yeah. But yeah, this is. I don't want Death Triangle not to be Death Triangle. We've not seen yeah. enough of Death Triangle for them not to be Death Triangle. They're teasing it though, whether it's going to happen or not. I like that. Mm. I like that the teaser's there, and I like that that is the the story is. Is because uh, it makes sense for Andrade to want to recruit uh, yeah. Penta and Phoenix. So I like that. I don't necessarily want that to happen. I'd like to see them no. stick with with uh, Pack. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I like the tease though. So mm-hmm. we'll, we will see where it goes. We will. Uh, then we had Ricky Starks, uh, his FTW oh title celebration. Ricky was played to the ring. Uh, by a band at ringside playing when the Saints go marching in. I think that's what they were playing because of his Louisiana roots. And after running down Brian Cage on the mic, the machine's music hit, much to the the dismay of Ricky Starks. And Cage came out and basically annihilated the band, I think even taking the bass drum and placing it on top of one of them's head gently. 
Yes, oh, gently. <laughs> gently. Um, but uh, after Cajun made it in the ring, Ricky hightailed it out of there with the FTW title and Hook. <laughs> what did you I, think I then about again, I then again short. said before, like, look at my guys. Look at Ricky. Look at him in yeah. his old white snug hey. suit. Um, and his diamante necklace. Gorgeous. Oh, um, all right. All right. I love how Hook still comes out of the ring, but still doesn't say anything. No, <laughs> Just looks menacing. I feel, I feel like, like you know, like he's been silenced. <laughs> like he can't say anything. Um, like his dad said, "Don't you say a yeah, word." Don't you say don't you, you go out there, but don't you say it. Don't embarrass me. <laughs> I miss, I missed Hobbs. That would have been great to see him. There. I don't know yeah. where he is. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I love how Ricky was like, yeah, yeah, like the fact that you know, like you, you cost me matches and all this type of stuff. I, I can let that go. But you didn't visit me when I broke my neck. Mm. <laughs> that was the last story. I was like, "That was it." Ricky's got principles, man. Like you have to be nice <laughs> to friends, um, especially when you have a fractured neck. Exactly. But no, this was brilliant. This was, um, and they've managed to babyface Brian Cage a little bit. Yeah, he he's got a uh, right cheer. He did. Um, which you know, after Ricky's reaction in Texas, uh, mm. you know. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, hometown crowd. You know, I guess yeah, that's exactly, what, what's yeah. to be expected. Uh, but you still kind of felt like, man, they might have to switch gears with this. But mm. nope. No, no, it Cage seems to have worked. Yeah, um, I do love how Brian Cage snapped a trombone, <laughs> like he it did was snap. a toothpick, <laughs> 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 just like oh. randomly. This was this was the right type of wrestling celebration, I think. Yeah, this wasn't was... over the top. It was simple enough. And yeah. I'm sorry, but Ricky works with white, black, and orange. It works for him. It does. And I tell you, I was expecting um, more of an elaborate celebration, you know, because we were talking about Ricky Starks. Yeah. And his, his Louisiana roots. I thought we were going to get a full-on Mardi Gras-looking celebration out there. But uh, but it was short, I thought uh, was short and sweet. Yeah, you don't want to overdo I think, it. I think with, with like, the Britt Baker thing, that was too much. And I yeah, think exactly. this was, you know, enough. Yeah. But the fact that the show was packed, I mean, they had a lot to get through. Mm-hmm. You don't want it to feel kind of like, I didn't feel like time was cut for anything. Yeah. Like everything had enough time to like breathe and resonate. So, yeah, yeah I think I think um, it was enough for what was going on on the show. And speaking of time being cut, they did just so don't forget to mention it. They did mention that uh, QT Marshall, yeah, he's gonna make his apology to Tony next week instead Mm -hmm. of this week. So it looks like that was something that might have gotten, yeah. And I uh, think that's the the right call because Mm -hmm. something like that isn't necessarily needed on this show, yeah. It doesn't have to happen now, no, we can wait a week. Definitely. And it just it just um, makes you know QT more of a NA hat than he already yes. is. So because his reason was nice. that he wanted uh, Tony's family to be there, right for uh, for the apology. So <laughs> makes you wonder even more. Mm. Like, oh man, if, if you're Tony Schiavone, don't even go to the ring. That should be a heads up. Like, yeah. But as it is, I'm sure he will go to the ring, and we will find out what's going to happen there. So, but Woody, what's um, his next? Uh, next, <laughs> next we got the Hiroshi Tanahashi announcement. It kids. Wow. Like this might've been one of the, the, the most talked about 
segments from the show. Uh, and it was New Japan's Hiroshi Tanahashi said he will be challenging the winner of the IWGP US title match tonight. But I think later it might have been yeah. said that it's going to take place in New Japan. Is that correct? Yeah, it is. And that okay. just means, once again, I was correct. Yes. Because I said so, that Lance actually was getting it and he was going to Japan. He's going to take it to New Japan. You're right. You kind of, you, you, you had mapped it out. Mm-hmm. Um, how you thought things were going right. to go. I get some things Something. right. <laughs> good job. Thanks. Um, that was a that was a good call because that is mm-hmm. exactly what's going to happen. Apparently, it just and makes it's, sense. It's well, so and much. we talked, to, yeah, and we, you know, back when um, Archer and Jake Roberts cut that promo and they mm-hmm. mentioned the Forbidden Door a couple of times, they were yeah. dropping those, they were dropping yeah. those clues there, and we talked about that. It's too. all in the details, and, people. You just mm-hmm. got to pick them out, and also. It's heat Lance Archer up so much within a week. Yeah, that's it. He He's seems back on top. He seems much more important now than he yeah, did just a couple 100%. weeks ago. And and, and rightfully so because you know Mox is John Moxley no matter what. He didn't. No, it was great him it, having the title, but he doesn't need it to be John Moxley. Lance Archer needs no. that right now to help him get back up his wins and you know some prominence again. Um, yep. So, yeah, that's the right, 100% the right call, even if I am sad about it. And there are a few people in this company that can take a loss and not bother them whatsoever yeah, because exactly. of who they are. Moxley's exactly. one of those guys. Moxley's 100% sure. one of those guys. Yeah. He'll always be John Moxley. <laughs> always. <laughs> always. Unless he goes back to WB, then he'll be Dean Let's Ambrose. But, 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 bring that into yes. the conversation. But, <laughs> moving on before I get in trouble. Yep. Um, next, we have FTR versus Proud and Powerful. This did not go as scripted. Um, no. The match was, was great up until a point. Um, mm. But in the end, it, it felt a bit like things went off script when Cash Wheeler was knocked off the top turnbuckle uh, and into the ring post by Santana, I believe it was. And, mm-hmm. and the fall was a tad awkward. And it was obvious that Cash was legitimately injured as he like immediately grabbed his arm and walked yeah. straight to the medical staff at ringside. Yeah. So it, it was it's pretty obvious this wasn't part of the story. This was no. uh, this is bad, whatever it was, and mm-hmm. he was bleeding from that arm. He was. Uh, meanwhile, meanwhile, back in the ring, uh, Dax pinned Santana for the win, and what surely was an audible of some type. It yeah. felt like the ending was uh, was a bit rushed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the the big question, so. Uh, FTR won the match, uh, yeah. but the big question for me was: Is Cash going to be okay? And, yeah, uh, I think I think that's you know the match itself. Like they hyped this up, and one hundred percent right, this show yeah. should have hyped yeah. it. It, yes. it was just one of them things that happened. Look, everybody goes wrestling's fake, blah blah, but they legitimately get hurt. Like yes, so much so that we probably don't even know the amount of times that wrestlers are actually hurt until it's yeah. serious enough for them to actually you know, seek medical attention in the middle of a match. So this is something that can't be helped. I hope no one is complaining online because I've not even looked yeah. at Twitter yet. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, this is just one of them things that's happened. Yes, they'll have to adapt the story probably a bit. I always think that FTR was going to win anyway because of obviously... You did. Yeah. One town thing, but I just don't think it should have happened that way. So no. it doesn't really kind of ruin the story it may just need to be slightly 
altered a little bit. Um, but yeah, I yeah. I hope he's okay because that looked nasty. And also, can we just say we hope that Stu Grayson's okay as well because that yeah. also seems like an audible to me anyway. Yeah. Because we did, we actually didn't discuss that during that opening match. Yeah. Stu, Stu, when he did his like corkscrew dive out of the ring, yeah, uh, missed hard. a lot of people. Uh, but his missed head, most of them, yeah, his head bounced off yeah. what looked like the metal ramp, yeah, uh, pretty hard. And then they, I think, immediately him and Gallows went yeah, to the outside, the yeah, and got cut quite quickly. Yeah, so that timing on that seemed like it was an audible. Mm. So. So, we so hope good both on, are okay. Good on them for calling the audibles. Yes. Uh, to, in the matches for safety reasons. Uh, and it doesn't but, mean uh, AEW is an unsafe company at all before no, anybody no, no. starts. It just no. means the wrestling stuff happens. They get injured. Mm-hmm. They know that. We know that. Yeah. We yeah. just hope they're okay. That's the main thing. Yeah. And I tried to. Now, as soon as, you know, again, I mentioned we're, I'm recording this like super early in the morning yeah. for, for me. <laughs> you know, we started this at 630 in the morning. Uh, so I literally had just 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 got up, and and when Dynamite went off the air, um, we were I was late to eating supper with everybody because I was watching Dynamite. So <laughs> I didn't get to really get on social media to check on the injury until mm-hmm. right before we started recording. So I can't tell if it was if it was. And a I've not break. even been on Twitter yet. So yeah, <laughs> if it was a break. Now by the time the show comes out, there'll probably be more. But by, by the time our show releases. Yeah. Uh, There'll probably be more details on it, but I couldn't tell if it was a break to his arm yeah. or if it was just a severe like a bad, laceration. Bad laceration. But one way or another, he was bleeding uh, yeah. pretty bad from that arm. And, and, and he could... he'd have to, you know, something significant enough would have had to happen for A to he to go up to the medical staff mm-hmm. and B for an order to be called, which is what we we think happened. Yeah. So because people get cut all the happened. time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it had to be the last rough. match. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> If we're calling the matches My for goodness. blood, that that ma- the main event would have ended within two minutes. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, next, we had uh, AEW Women's Champion Britt Baker was with Reba Rebel and Tony Schiavone, and she wanted someone there to watch her back because mm. everyone is gunning for her, uh, no. gunning for her and her women's title. Yep. It said everybody's holding their breath, waiting for her to fail, that they should be prepared to suffocate. But what a lie! <laughs> I know. But who is? Uh, I was I, I was waiting for somebody to step into the picture. So who was going to be with her any minute? I'm like, okay, who is it? Who is it? Who is it? Oh, we're not going to find out. So that's going to happen is, in Pittsburgh, isn't it? Yeah, it's it, you, you got to think they're they're saving it for Pittsburgh. Yeah, you've got to think um, that. But do you have any idea who this could be? Not at I mean, all. I know it, it could be male or female. Could be the start of a faction. You oh, know, I love a woman's faction. We've we've talked. We've had several people in in comments on our our topic yeah. talk about how they would like a uh, uh, women's faction. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. So be amazing. This could be uh this could be the start of it. Who knows? I I don't know even know who. Because hmm. you know, like, is it who, is it somebody on the roster? Is and it is somebody it... new coming in? Is it somebody that is a senior to Britt Baker or just somebody that's like, you know, a bit violent? Mm, like kind of a mercenary type person? Because I don't uh, want to say any names. But... <laughs> this will be interesting. Yes. Yeah. I'm uh, so excited. Got my gears turning. So, uh, yeah. Can't wait to find out. Mm. Uh, 
I tell you, I'm getting getting excited, getting your gears turning. I know. This next segment, wow! Oh my goodness! So, this next ta- segment, I I generally want to scream at the TV. Um, if they were trying to keep rumors <laughs> and <bay. laughs> speculation about CM Punk's possible signing with AEW, they did a terrible job of that with this next one. <laughs> I because- legitimately, I'm going to have to talk about it, aren't I? <laughs> Yeah, you're gonna have to talk about CM Punk. You're gonna have to. Uh, so Tony Khan's live event announcement uh, came via Tony Schiavone, mm-hmm. and he which he I announced- love. I love the fact that Tony Khan isn't doing yeah. the screen thing. like that yeah. is you know legit mm-hmm. good for me. The anyway. only time you see the only time you see Tony Khan is when they're uh, he made one appearance, I think, on uh, Dark Elevation. Mm-hmm. But he, the only time you see him on Dynamite is when he's in the back in the go position, and they go to the back, and he's just back there, like, "What? What's going yeah. on?" Oh, look, he's um, Tony. <laughs> yeah, there he is, just in passing. Um, but yeah, so this announcement was that there will be a live rampage oh August twentieth from Chicago at the United Center <laughs> that is going to be called the First Dance. And as soon as they announced this, the crowd you heard, went insane. You heard CM Punk chant yeah. start, which is, which is great that the Punk chants didn't start until it was appropriate. Mm-hmm. You know, there weren't CM Punk chants just to be annoying like you hear a lot of times. Yeah. It was as soon as they made that announcement, that's when the crowd started chanting, which was perfect. I um, would love, the, love I that crowd. This, I know this would like really like get everyone to turn on AEW, but just to mention. If this is just generally them throwing the hell out of us. Oh, good grief. Uh, that, come on, man. <laughs> Don't do that. I, one, would be absolutely <laughs> devastated, but two, I would yeah. be laughing so hard. It would be kind of funny. how to wind up wrestling fans is just so uh, easy. <laughs> and, and, hey, I include myself in that 100%. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we get... We get wound up sometimes. We, we we like literally like stand in front of like a dangled carrot, just like go on, go on, go on. <laughs> I tell you, I tell you, I tell you. Give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. Oh, so but to make uh, matters even more interesting, uh, they cut to the back <laughs> where Darby said Darby. he'll be in Chicago for that rampage, and he's heard a lot of people say they're great wrestlers. But the only place you can prove it is in AEW, even if you are the best, best in, the, in world. the world. Wow, Darby. Really? So, this is what Darby's <laughs> going to be doing then. So, so is Punk showing up at, at the Rampage in Chicago? Nah. <laughs> I think That's at this silly. point, I think at this point, if he doesn't, um, it's 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 going to be terrible if he doesn't. Do you know what I would, I'd love to imagine during this, right, is I believe Mr. McMahon watches AEW because the oh, dude yeah. hardly sleeps anyway. No. Um, he's, he's, I, not to say he watches every episode, no, but no, 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 no. Uh, he, he might be watching he, them now, though. He definitely hears rumors and, you know, sees mm-hmm. clips and stuff. I would just love to have been a fly in the wall when this was happening. Yeah, because the guy could just imagine like blood be boiling, <laughs> blood be boiling. 
not not that you know I care about WWE. I don't, but I just think with everything that's going on in the wrestling world, surely yeah. has to realize now that there's something going on, and he may be the problem. <laughs> something stirring out there. <laughs> Something something's happening in the great beyond of wrestling, and it's not really a part of it. It does feel like, in in, in uh, honest, in all honestly, he he may not give two rips about it. No, I, I know they're, I know they're. I'm being realistic. They're a, a, a machine that just keeps driving mm-hmm. forward and bringing in revenue. We talked about how much yeah. money they make, but you kind of look at things, and even if he doesn't look at it that way, somebody does. Somebody in the company to do with the business is, side. Is, yes, should be is, at it. is looking at what AEW is doing with 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 everybody else and all these. The possibilities that are there mm-hmm. outside of the WWE universe, mm-hmm. and um, and you know some of the wrestlers are looking at it that way. Like, man, that yeah, that looks like it really has a chance to be really successful, and we have alienated ourselves. It's not just so that we're not either, part though. Of it. It's not just that either, though. Like with a closed roster, which mm-hmm. I think you can say some companies have a closed roster. Yeah. Yeah. You can only have so many matches that are like brand spanking new and different yeah. and innovative so many times. With an yeah. open roster, your possibilities are limitless. Exactly. And I think there that's is. I think that's why AEW for me is the exciting thing to watch because you could literally just be watching one day, you know, Jericho Vish yeah. on Spears. And the next week, <laughs> yeah, you got Nick, Nick freaking Gage. Gage. <laughs> um, and the week after, and these, and, and it's again, Nick Gage, Nick Gage is not even a part of AEW. Exactly, He's not, that's uh, the and, thing, and that, that's the thing that wouldn't even happen. That that Vince is not going to allow. And know. also, and also, the matches in AEW, there is something for everyone every week. Yes. It's it's not cookie cutter. This is exactly the same match as what you just watched, just with no. different people. That's why that's no, that's what I love. Like you literally can get anything. There's nothing cookie cutter. No, uh, in my opinion. No, <laughs> about AEW. No, uh, no, it literally feels like it's a party, and you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, you just uh, when, never when know ne- what you're going to get. You never know what song is playing next. And it's like a box of chocolate. You never, never know, know what you're going to get. get. <laughs> who knew Maybe you're going to get a Maybe who knew you, who knew you're going to get a Forrest Gump reference on this show? I give you so many references uh, you don't expect. <laughs> <laughs> I just felt like running. <laughs> All right, but yeah, so it, it 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 does feel like the chances of CM Punk debuting in AEW is have risen slightly. <laughs> yes, they have definitely risen. Um, so keep your eyes on that one, folks. Yeah. Because um, you will, because you'll be watching it. So yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you're keeping your eyes on it. <laughs> so uh, oh my next, God, we, next. We, ha- we have the IWGP United States title match between Lance Archer and Hikaleo. This New Japan. show and, is ridiculous. <laughs> and he had H- Haku was with him. His dad, yeah, Haku. Haku. I loved watching Haku back in the day. Oh. So this is good stuff. But the finish was uh, after a big superplex uh, by Archer on uh, Hikaleo. Archer followed that up with a blackout for the victory, and that's—I mean—that's a big guy to get up for the blackout. 
Yeah. Because, um, again, he's like two inches. Like about two inches. I'm speculating. About isn't two inches like, taller than Archer. Isn't he like two, three six, inch. ten? That's, that's a big dude. And, like, when he put Lance Archer up, he's like over seven foot. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's a, a big blackout. <laughs> yep. But he did it easily, though, and it just yeah. makes Archer look even more beast-like. So, mm-hmm. how did you like this match? This was amazing. Like, yeah, yeah. there's nothing you can say that wasn't good about. Like, it was, it wasn't a long match. It didn't need to be. It just needed no. to to put over Archer as like he's fine now. Um, yes, <laughs> you don't need to worry. <laughs> he's safe. Um, what a beastie match! Like AEW. Mwah, chef's kiss, yeah. beauty. And now, are we gonna get? We're gonna get Archer and Tanahashi. It's ridiculous. Yes, Japan? yes, we are. Wow, I know. You still got and that new Japan scription, right? <laughs> I do. Yes, yes I do. Thank God. So we're we're good. <laughs> we're good. <laughs> we're covered. <laughs> Let's just keep that we, for a while, shall we? Yeah, we will. We will. <laughs> I need to start using that more. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> caught up with some stuff. <laughs> So, uh, oh my goodness! Uh, this is this is going to start and see and what this does again. It's it's I'm not you know I'm, I may have vocalized this before. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure if I have on the show, but AEW and I'm going to get off on a tangent for just a second. It, AEW brought me back into wrestling. Like oh, I wasn't so. watching wrestling at all. Yeah. So WWE, the, WWE can even benefit from AEW being around, mm-hmm. and it's weird that I'm saying that because. If not for AEW, I would have no idea what's going on in WWE because I wasn't yeah. watching anything. Yeah. If not for AEW, I wouldn't know anything about New Japan Pro Wrestling. Now, no. I mean, I knew a little bit about it before, but because I watch an AEW and because there's all these crisscrosses, yeah. I, I tune in Impact sometimes. Yeah. Same. And I now I now have a New Japan uh, subscription. Which <laughs> I, I wouldn't use. have had. A, <laughs> yes. <laughs> that I wouldn't. That we have. That we you know we got this thing that we you know, wouldn't be using regardless. Neither one yeah. of us would be watching anything in Japan. No, uh, I've See, even tuned I, in. I didn't, I didn't even realize yeah. New Japan existed. Yeah, well, I would. I've I've tuned into AAA shows now yeah. since then because of that. Now I haven't tuned into a ton, but I've watched more than I would have otherwise. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. point is, it's it kind of um, it's opened my eyes to different different uh, companies that put on some amazing yeah. wrestling shows that I wouldn't be aware of. And it even be with a shared world as well, like one hundred percent, it makes sense. Everybody can benefit. And even with with Nick Gage's appearance, like GCW, we wouldn't know nothing about like it. I know a lot of people. I want to watch yeah. more stuff of that. Yeah, <laughs> like it's, sign it's, me up, Ben. So it's me up. yeah. <laughs> so it's it's not about just like what AEW's doing. It puts your eyes. They're not afraid to put your eyes on yeah. other products because they feel confident enough that you're going to keep watching AEW. You're yeah, not going to come back anyway because that's where the yeah. storylines cross. Yeah, so like, it's like everything goes through. AEW is based like you know Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes, I do you know, know that. The, you that. know how there's <laughs> the trees with the different holidays. Mm-hmm. Exactly. AEW is that forest with the different doors <clears throat> to go through the trees to all the different uh, places you can go. There you go, Nightmare What's Before this? Christmas reference. What's this? What's this? What's this? <laughs> What's this? Yeah. <laughs> What's this? Oh uh, my goodness! It's uh, <laughs> Love ah, there it. you go, Forrest Gump and Nightmare Before Christmas in one show. You are welcome. Yes, hold on, folks. We still got a little more to talk about. So you never know what we're gonna get. You never know what you're gonna get, man. Um, so <laughs> talk about this segment. 
After that, they cut to the back to get a word with the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes at the go position before his match next week with Malachi Black. And that's about all Cody got out was a word before Black Black ambushed Cody and a brawl broke out. Both men getting shots in as they made their... Malachi Black didn't ambush him. Malachi's foot did. Uh, yeah, it was true. not Malachi okay. Black for a while. It's, it was just a foot. Like a foot? And then like five minutes later, the rest of Black showed up. Yeah. <laughs> so, a little yeah, they, Tony Khan like, calm down, calm down. Huh? What? <laughs> so, yeah, uh, they brawled their way onto the rant where Black sent Cody to the floor in a heap uh, yeah. with a knee, knee shot. Um, then Black kneeled beside him and said, Welcome to the house of Black. And I was like, I'm home. <laughs> I'm okay, home. I'm here. I'm here. Um, I'm here. then people ran out of the back to help Cody, and one of them being Fuego del Sol. Told and look, it, if you if you wondered if Malachi Black was a hill or not, wonder no more because Black kicked Fuego's freaking head off, knocked him out, and that, folks, is a hill move, if ever there but, was one. But until then, he was getting cheered. <laughs> he was. He was. I but was you're not going to kick Fuego's head off and, ha- and expect people to cheer you anymore. That's I'd just, still be cheering. <laughs> oh, you would cheer him after he kicked Fuego's face off? It's Malachi Black. Of course I would. We've already discussed this. Fuego's face. We already discussed what would happen if John Moxley threw a child through Sue's window. (laughs) Yeah, good point. My loyalty has no bounds. (laughs) Good point. I forgot about the negative one Sue thing. (laughs) That didn't happen. (laughs) That didn't happen. Yeah, total uh, uh, exaggeration. You have to listen to all the podcasts to understand that one. an exaggeration of a situation in which I was trying to get uh, Sarah to turn on March and it still didn't work. Uh, so, so yeah, so good point. So I guess, uh, I guess you're still going to love Malachi Black, even though he uh, may have murdered Fuego on the ramp. Malachi Black can kick me in the face and I'd still be happy. <laughs> do it again, do it again. <laughs> you just have to go back and look at that slick drawing that he did. Where I'm staring yeah. off into the distance with Cody. Yeah. And yeah, I'm just like, yeah. Malachi. <laughs> so, yeah, this, uh, uh, that's a dumb question. Are you ready for this match next week? No, no, I'm not that bothered about it, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, we can just skip it. We can just skip it. I'm more worried about QT Marshalls and uh, yeah. apology to Tony. That's what I'm uh, really invested in. <laughs> oh, man, I can't wait for this match. Veins, man. I cannot wait for this one. That is a, it feels like a pay per view quality match we're going to get on free TV mm. next week. Lucky Jacksonville. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I am in Florida right now. Um, can you stay for an extra week? I know. If I could stay for an extra week and drive a, a couple more hours <laughs> south, and yeah, I'm still a good ways away from Jacksonville, but I could try. All right. So next, uh, Miro says he'll defend his TNT title against Lee Johnson next week. Poor Lee. And nothing can deny his... (laughs) He was a good member of the roster. I I had high hopes for Lee Johnson. Yeah, he was going to be good. And high hopes, high hopes. Um, But he said, yeah, he said that nothing can deny his divine right to be God's champion. And only two things motivate him. His eventual God 
and a double jointed wife. <laughs> I love Nero. Like, oh my god, what she's turned around is ridiculous. And he loves his wife. <laughs> clearly. Uh, clearly, yes. Proud of her. Um I wonder if she's just sat there at home like, oh my God, stop it. <laughs> really? 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 Uh, no, this is great because it, it, it's, it's crazy that she can make somebody seem so menacing, uh, so <laughs> evil, uh, but yet so funny in the same promo. Uh, it's very, you're like, very smart. Very, very smart. I'm not sure if he's fully creatively behind these or somebody else is. If somebody else is, then... Kudos. This has to be Miro. But if this is all the Miro, so, this stuff has yes. to be Miro. If this is all Miro, then this is a Miro or the only, the only reason a version of this all, man we yeah. should have seen a long time ago in yeah. other companies. Yeah. You know? The only reason I'm saying this is all Miro is because he's cut these type of promos in his car. <laughs> good, good point. Yeah, he has done those promos uh, that we've seen on Twitter, um, the social media. Yeah. He definitely uh, gets like, right, you need to mention that you're having a match with Lee Johnson. The rest uh, is yours. And he's going, all right. Got, got it. Got it. I'll say Lee Johnson. I'll mention <laughs> him. It's fine. See, half of my promo will be on Lee Johnson. The other half will be on my double-jointed wife. Got mm-hmm. it. <laughs> Next, we had the six-man tag between Christian and Jurassic Express versus Angelico and Private Party. And with Matt Hardy chased away during this match, he was chased away earlier in the match. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christian Christian picked up the win for his team. Uh, but after the match, the Blade knocked Christian out with the brass knuckles as he snuck out of the crowd and then met up with Matt Hardy on the ramp. And Matt looked elated that Christian mm-hmm. had been annihilated by one of his mercenaries. Yes. So what, what did you think about this one? This was a good match. And what I also love is the fact that, look, okay, I love Matt Hardy. He was my first mm-hmm. guy in wrestling ever. You love and, Christian too. And I love Christian. He was my <laughs> third guy in wrestling ever. <laughs> um, mm. uh. um, yeah, of course he was. Um, so yeah, so I love this, but I'm going to say that like Hardy family office thing is good. Yeah. But what I like about it is the fact that we get to see Angelico more. Oh man, he is so because good. Because he is so talented. Yeah. I don't know where Jack Evans is at the moment, but yeah, um, I don't like the fact this is this is why factions are good. I know exactly. I say this exactly. Exactly. I, I know people get sick of me saying it, but this is why they're good. <laughs> yeah. Because you get the people that are super talented, but may not be. How can I say it? Um, kind of. Yeah. They're not, they get overshadowed uh, probably by other people yeah, on the roster yeah. um, for whatever reason, whether it's just not in really storylines at the moment or whatever like yeah. that. But you still get to see the work on Dynamite. And yes, you can yep. see it on Elevation, you can see it on Dark, but sometimes not everybody can watch them shows, hands up, me, um, yeah. all the time, yeah. because otherwise I would just be sat watching wrestling all the time. Oh, and even God. though that sounds fun, I do yep. have other stuff going on, surprisingly. Um, so no. yeah, I know, shocking. No. Um, so the fact that you still get to see Angelico doing what he does, which is how he does some of that stuff. I mean, 
Yeah. Um, I'm all for it. More, more of this type of stuff because it's just good fun wrestling. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, you know, we we get into this faction conversation every now and then because mm. it always seems to be a topic. But you know, where people question why does AEW have so many factions? My question has becoming why do more companies not have more factions? Exactly. Because it's, it's like a it doesn't it's a necessarily way. mean they have to work as a faction all the time. No, it's it's not the way in the sense that we think of like you know I think when people think of factions like NWO and, yeah. and the Generation X. Where it's it's always this thing where, you know, they're all ganging up on people and stuff, yeah, and it's, it, not, it's not it's not always that way. It's like literally you have a group of friends that they can, you know, different mm-hmm. members of them can come out with you to the match and could get mm-hmm. involved with the story or help you and cut a promo, work with you. Like yeah, yeah, it's, and it, it keeps the people on TV. Again, it's if you yeah. have a large roster like AEW is, is it has a obviously growing roster, uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's a way to keep people involved. Uh, exactly. When they don't have matches, I mean, it's yeah. great. You can, you can, it, it and makes keep, sense. keep fresh matchups. Yep. You can, within the same feud, you can have multiple different matchups that make yeah. sense and it's not just random. And also, you can have multiple storylines coming out from one faction as well, mm-hmm. which can filter around the entire roster. But I would just like to also point out Private Party wearing old Matt Hardy gear. <laughs> ah. <laughs> nice catch. Yeah. I was yeah. like, I remember that game from like <laughs> 2001. You finally got your 2001. Finally you were waiting 2001. for. You're waiting for. I was for waiting for weeks. 13 year old me. was like, 13 year old you. She went crazy. She went, she went crazy, crazy quietly. Yeah, very quietly. I want to wait Yeah, I love it. Like, I love it. T shirt, white belt, black pants. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> that is what I thought fashion was. <laughs> That's great. Um, next, we had Julia Hart versus Thunder Rosa, and thank God Thunder Rosa is officially all I'm elite. So happy! I know. Um, and we got like some mini promos. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, one from Julia Hart and Varsity Blondes, which is good. Uh, kind of hyping her up. And Julia Hart has a. Uh, she's one of those. Um, you know, we talk that you know having Thunder Rosa on the roster. Yes, of how she can. It. Some, can benefit. Yeah, yeah. The more matches she has with Thunder Rosa, that she learns. I think Julia Hart has a very high upside. She she literally um, will have to be signed at some point. I mean, she's on a freaking mm-hmm. t-shirt. I know. <laughs> <laughs> she's not secretly already signed, and yeah. she needs to be. I, I think that's coming. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but it was a fairly short match between the two, but fast paced and fun yes. match. And Thunder Rosa got the win over Hart with the Fire Thunder Driver. Uh, but yeah, just and and Thunder's promo before you know she was you know you could tell she was fired up that uh, yeah. she's now the possibilities like the, yeah. the boundaries whatever boundaries might have been there is it, because she wasn't officially signed are completely gone so the walls are yeah. down the gates open and now she can literally run wild in AEW and this is uh, this is going to be fun. So mm-hmm. what did you think about this match? Oh, this was. Um... This was good. This was fun. Uh, like you said, it's not, you know, it, it was never going to mm. be a full, basically, no. although Julia Hart is amazing, you know, she's young yeah. as well. This was basically a showcase for Thunder Rosa, Thunder Rosa. which yep. we may have not needed because we've seen her work. Yeah. But this is her now working as a legit member. Um, yeah. And 
I just checked on the rankings and she's 20 to 2. So, oh. um, yeah, she's about to, um, she's already, she's already top. She's, she's hanging around that belt. So, do, are we both in agreement that she's going to be the one that takes the title from Britt Baker at some point? A hundred percent. It has to be. Gotta if, be. If you want to keep that belt being elevated, yeah, it's got to go to Thunder Rosa. A hundred percent. Not Seems yet. Like a natural move. Not no, no, yet. no. We've nope. got to let a few things, you know, happen. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yep. it's the only conclusion I can come up with. Yeah. Uh, we weren't finished talking about Tanahashi. Um, <laughs> several right. mentions of Tanahashi. <laughs> Uh, your boy Moxley boy? was yes, he was in Walking the back. Like he was in the back. He was somewhere. Yeah, he was. He was. He lost his shirt. Was looking for it, but in the process of looking for his shirt, he wanted to uh, make it known that he wants to get to Japan, and he doesn't understand why. It, uh, you know, other people with the Olympics mm-hmm. can make it to Japan, but he can't. It's a good uh, point. So, <laughs> yep, he does. Valid, valid point uh, by Moxley. Uh, so he's got business to take care of there, and he has some issues with Tanahashi, who who we heard from earlier. We mentioned that, and he thinks Tanahashi has been ducking him for months. Yeah, but that he sent a stack of contracts to Japan. We'll see, you know, what what comes through the forbidden door. And mm. he said that he is the forbidden door. He is. So I are, agree. <laughs> is, is the next time we see Moxley is it is it going to be versus somebody from New Japan? Um, Again, is it going to be in New Japan? What What, what do you think's next for uh, for Moxley? I, if he hadn't just had a kid, I'd have said that he'd be going to Japan. It sure sounded like it, though. Well, I don't know. Sure sounded like it. I know. I know. Um, oh, I'll tell you a lot of you know. As an aside from this, there's a lot of this of any show that AEW has done. This has been the most heavy New Japan yeah. show. Yeah. Um, I so don't think, many. I don't think new, there are talks with WWE anymore. <laughs> no, but there's I mean, literally New Japan wrestler on the show. We had yeah. Tanahashi, you know, making a yeah. challenge to Lance Archer on the show. Yeah. Moxley mentioned Tanahashi, and for, there's yeah, there's yeah, more loads. more New Japan talk than ever before. Mm-hmm. And then and then we had the Painmaker, yeah, making an appearance, which this Chris Jericho's persona that he, he debuted in, in New Japan. So mm-hmm. just so many New Japan references. Yeah, 100%. Not by accident. Not by accident. I, don't I, I think Mox will be going to Japan, but I think because yeah. there's so much with AEW right now, like they've got Rampage starting, and obviously mm-hmm. like um, All Out's going to be happening. If he's going to be going, it's going to be, I would have thought, around about after that. Because yeah. there's, a, there's a lot, and a lot of people want to see you know, inverted commas, top stars, whatever you want to say. And Mox yeah. is one of them, whether you like it or not, he is. Um, so I'd say he will be going to Japan. When is the question? Yeah. It's obvious that's what we're, we're, we're getting to. It's just uh, uh, who's he going to face? Mm-hmm. What's he, you know, when's it going to be? And you're right, his this newly born child is going to mm-hmm. play a factor in that too. And what's yeah. Eddie going to be doing? I know. Hmm. Hmm. Because he's, his other best friend now has his other friends. So what's Eddie going to be up to? Poor Eddie. Hmm. Maybe Eddie's going to go with him. Jeez. <laughs> Eddie in New Japan. That's, that's going to be... Eddie in New Japan sounds like a documentary I want to see. 
<laughs> yeah, that that could be it. Like if if we're doing this full crossover, like we're, I just want like each week you get an update from Japan from Moxley and Moxley and Kingston. What are they into? What are they, what are they, what are they into? Doing today? Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, then just have Marvez just send him to Japan too, where he where Marvez has got to constantly track him down to try to keep up with him. He's he's the third wheel. He's like just get set can, along. Can they take Ruthie as well? Just because. <laughs> Make sure Eddie packs his underwear. Make sure. We just created a whole reality show for Eddie. Oh, really sorry. (laughs) Mox, Kingston, Alex Marvez, and Ruthie. It's like Um, two parents are taking the dysfunctional children on holiday. (laughs) (laughs) Marvez just got really cool. He he just became so much cooler now because of this whole talk. All of a sudden, he seems like a cool guy. All right. (laughs) Uh, wow. I don't know if you can get much cooler than this main event, though. Oh, my goodness. In the main event. Before we get into this, can I just yes. say? Yes. Remember, when this was happening, I had to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> and how do you watch a, a death match? Basically, that's what this was, if we're being honest. It was, it was, uh, it was basically, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's what it, it turned into. When you when you add Nick Gage to anything, it's going to turn into a death match. Um, you can invite Nick Gage to play a game of Monopoly, and it's probably going to turn into a death match. Better, better bring your own light tubes because he's bringing his. Um, so this was uh, Painmaker Chris Jericho versus Nick freaking Gage in a no rules match. This was the second labor of Chris Jericho as uh, MJF has been laying these matches out. Um, MJF, MJF. Comes out with popcorn. Yeah. Because <laughs> he was on commentary. That was just and, such uh, a good visual. Yeah, that's just... MJF is a treasure. Um, he is one of them guys that you just love to hate. Yeah, love to hate. So, with, with the way this match went, it definitely feels like, um, like, you know, we talked about last week's main event. It was just like an appetizer. And it's amazing that I'm saying that because last week was Moxley versus Archer in a Texas yeah. death match. Yeah, here I am saying that. Um, we had a baseball bat. We had chairs. We had panes of glass, light tubes, uh, light tube shanks. <laughs> and we can't forget the pizza cutter, which seemingly was sponsored by Domino's. Because, you know, normally normally you're, you're at an advantage watching over there because you don't have commercials. Mm-hmm. But I'm just going to tell you, this was a rare moment where the commercial made it better because <laughs> as soon as I'm not sure if you realize this or not, and you probably don't because you haven't been on Twitter. But as soon as uh, Nick Gage took the pizza cutter to Jericho's forehead, they cut to picture in picture commercial. And I kid you not, I kid you not, the commercial was Domino's Pizza. <laughs> oh, Are you trying to tell me Nick, Nick freaking Gage is going to get a sponsorship with Domino's? <laughs> If it if it happens, that, it will be that's, amazing. That's some commercial that's gotta gotta air after a certain time period. <laughs> you like cutting people's heads? Why well, gotta cut this pizza? Domino. Domino's. <laughs> oh man, it was it was the coolest, and I'm sure I guess that same commercial was was aired nationally. If it was regional, then, you know, but I did see a couple other people on Twitter mentioning it. So I wasn't the only one that saw it. Um, That was just so amazing. So anyways, 
And I know we'll talk about a lot of the bloody spots, literally bloody spots. No, bloody spots. Yes. Here is how the finish went down. Uh, Nick Gage had just finished gouging Jericho's forehead with some broken light tubes. Uh, so he got more light tubes because, you know, that's what Nick Gage does. And he likes to make things even more dangerous than they already are. So as Gage approaches Jericho uh, with these light tubes, Jericho spits mist into Gage's eyes. Shades of the Great Mudo, which was a nice touch. And with Gage blinded, Jericho took the light tubes and smashed Gage over the head with them. Follow that up with the Jesus effects. And as we all know, no one kicks out from the Jesus effect. Mm-hmm. Not even Nick freaking Gage. Gage. So, one, two, three. Jericho survives the second labor. And afterwards, an irritated MJF announced Jericho's next labor. A match in which Jericho must win with a top rope maneuver. What a match a against one of Jericho's longtime nemesis. 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 That thing. Yes. One of his longtime enemies. <laughs> back, back from his days in WCW. Uh, someone I love, and I haven't seen in a long time, and that man is Juventu Guerrera. Hoovy Juice will be back on TNT next week, and I am excited. So the Wait, show ends with MJF pulling these people from. <laughs> the, sh- the show ends with MJF grinning and a bloody Jericho looking beaten and perplexed, and I don't blame him. He just got beaten. <laughs> he just got beaten to a pulp by Nick Gage and survived, and then he's like, "Oh, by the way, you're getting Hoovy Juice next week." What? What? I love uh, the fact that I'm now imagining MJF is just walking around different wrestling places, calling people up from like a Filofax from like the nineties, <laughs> just like walking down a list, going right. Who else can we call, Wardlow? Who else do you think? If we offer him X amount of money, like business deals going over like a restaurant <laughs> table or something, like my God. Um, what's great is I loved, I love, you know, I talked about loving, and I, I mentioned this almost like every other episode, how much I love the cruiserweight division in WCW. Yeah. I loved Hoovy. Hoovy was amazing. And if you've never watched any of his stuff, if anybody out there is listening, has never watched any Hooven to Guerrero stuff, go back and check him out, man. He was, he was a, he was a fun guy, fun guy to watch. So. I mean, Anyways. we wondered how Jericho was going to get through this. To yes. win this match, this has to be the perfect way to have done it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This, this, this put over Jericho and this put over Nick freaking Gage. It didn't yeah. do damage to either. No. But I want to say, I hope Charlie's okay. Um, when Nick Gage <laughs> grabbed him from the side and like made him look for stuff under the ring. Um, <laughs> Charlie is in a lot of Sam and Guevara's vlogs. Um, there's like a big like running storyline between him and MJF from like two years ago, and uh, that just started on the vlog again. And I just yeah. love how Nick Gage just like dragged <laughs> him to get the stuff out of from under the thing. So that was a nice little neat film for anybody uh, that watches Sammy's yeah. vlog. Um, but yeah, this I was like when I saw the feet, it's like, oh yeah, this is this is the yep. up stage from the fork last week. Um, <laughs> So that's great. Definitely moving upwards. And like, I love how to show that it was a legit pizza cutter. <laughs> Cuts his arm. Um, <laughs> like, I know. Um, and then, yeah, <clears throat> he just, just escalated from there, really. Um, never expected to see Chris Jericho put someone through a pane of glass. Oh, my. Um, that, that spot was awesome. 
I feel sorry for the people in the front row for that spot. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> they got I a bit of glass in their drink. Um, yeah, they did. That's why you don't sit up front rows. Um, <laughs> Somebody's got to do it. Somebody's got to sit there. Oh, <laughs> um, and light tubes. Oh, my goodness. Like, oh. I'm. this is like my first time watching anything Nick Rickey Gage. And I want to say, mm. hook me up, please. Because so, oh, this is my sort of thing. And I know you, it's nasty and horrible, but. I get thrills from this stuff, and yes, I am sick and twisted, but <laughs> that's the way I was made. <laughs> no Good complaints. Times. Good times. Yeah. Well, I, uh, but, this was amazing. Yeah, uh, like, is what, what it was. I said like the other week was like Jericho and MJF, man. The minds collaboration, yeah, is insane. Like people that like months ago said Jericho can't wrestle anymore. Yeah. I hate to break it to you guys. I mean, and I get it. Like people, like if you haven't watched Jericho or seen him in a while, you're you're thinking of his physique from before to now, and you're like, man, wait a minute, what happened? Because he, he looks different than he did. Yeah, you're right. Well, come on, but you He's but like you watch one of yeah, but you watch older. one of his yeah, but I look different than I did. <laughs> but but if, if you watch, <laughs> but, no, but. Uh, but now Jericho, like he's still, like he can still go. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, that's you know that Hurricane Rana spot off the top is you know not something that's something you see him pull off years ago, and he's still doing it now. He's still wrestling yeah. at at a. He still has those gears he can kick it into when he needs to. I guess that's what I'm, yeah. what I'm saying. He can. He's still Jericho. Yeah, hundred um, um, percent. And there's there's a reason a lot of people put him in the conversation as the greatest of all time. Yeah. Uh, because he's that good. Hundred percent. <sighs> yep. Amazing stuff. Amazing match to end this show. And they, they keep doing this show. every week. So it's like, man, you feel like you can't keep up in it each week because where are you going to go? But it is, I'll tell you, it is nice though to not uh, keep going extreme with the matches because you're mm-hmm. like, okay, Nick Gage, now what's next? They yeah. completely switch They completely switch gears. Um, and that's what's good about AW. Like I said, like, there is literally something for everybody. Like, you may not be you know, sick and twisted like myself. And you may not have enjoyed that much. And that is completely fine because next week it's not happening. Something different. Yep. Something different. You're going to get to see Hoovy next week. And I'm, I'm excited about that. So, yeah, next week, here is the lineup for uh, the Dynamite Homecoming from Daly's Place in Jacksonville, Florida. We have Miro defending the TNT title against poor Lee Johnson. It was nice uh, knowing him. We also have the Bunny versus Layla Hirsch in a women's title eliminator match. So the winner of this match is getting a title shot. Did I hear that correctly? Yeah. So one of those two ladies will get a shot at um, Britt Baker's title. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're also going to get Christian Cage versus the Blade. Now this is stemming from the Blade's brass knuckle attack on Christian during the match, uh, during the six-man tag match on this episode. Yep. Um, we're going to get Juventud Guerrera versus Chris Jericho in the third labor. And uh, Jericho must win this match with a move from the top rope. So is he going to try the Judas effect off the top rope? Is that oh my God. going to go for? Yeah, a flying yeah. Judas effect. Yeah. And, and what probably is going to be the main event, we're going to get Malachi Black versus the American Nightmare 
Cody Rhodes. Oh, that. Yeah. Another match. Another match I've got to watch in silence. (laughs) That's right. I may just go to my mum's again. That's what you should do. Do I may ask. I may ask. Can I borrow your house? You won't have to do it as early as, as, as today because I won't have to record as early next week. This is very so we'll, true. We'll be back to our normal time, so you'll have a little <laughs> little more leeway. Yeah, so another uh, another awesome card for next week. This, not quite as stacked as it, as it was this week. No. Um, but I think it's... it's, uh, it's They're building black... back up for something. Yes. Get, these were special dynamites. But but you're still getting that Black versus Cody match, which is a big draw. I mean, that's one that uh, a lot of people are gonna gonna be wanting to uh, want to see. Yeah. Um, so although although it doesn't have as many big matches, the one big match is really really big. So yeah, awesome episode of Dynamite this week. Uh, yes. A lot to talk about coming out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, something else I was gonna mention. I forgot. Let's see. Oh, that's what it was. Um, I missed this. Um. At the end of the when uh, MJF was making his um, the announcement of the third labor, mm-hmm. um, I totally missed this. And Lanny Helmsley uh, tagged, I think he tagged both of us in it. Uh, and it was it was a tweet from at Jaguar Rob, and he uh, mentioned that there was a little Easter egg in the way MJF laid out the challenge. Uh, to Jericho, he's my Jericho was bloody in the ring. Chris, as you lay there as uncomfortably as you possibly can be, I want you to listen to me. And that is the exact thing that CM Punk said to John Cena before oh the pop bomb. So those little nuggets oh. like that are just those details, and I missed it completely. But in my I defense, though, it. my God, yeah, in my defense, I had uh, my wife and daughter had just walked in to the room right at the end of the show. So there was some noise going on. So I, I did, you know, did, I do have a little daughter, bit of an excuse. Did your daughter scream at the sight of Jericho? Oh, my God. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Is he okay? Jericho, Jericho's dead. Uh, no, she didn't. She didn't freak out like I thought she would. But uh, um, brought yeah. her up well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just a little blood. Um, It'll be fine. It's ketchup. It's paint. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I thought that was a nice touch. So, yeah, uh, yeah thank you, Lanny, for, for yes. bringing that to my attention because I did not pick up on it. So, we and obviously, have the best people that follow us. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously, she didn't pick up on it either. So, there we go. <laughs> of course, I didn't. I was really concentrating <laughs> on being quiet. Uh, we, we were both distracted. I managed to pick up the Hardy game. I'm like, give me some. You, you, you did. You got a little bit. You got a little bit. All right. So, yeah. Um, a great episode of Dynamite, and we're, yeah. we're definitely looking forward to next week. Um, definitely. But while I have your attention, don't forget to check out all of our content that comes out each week, our Dynamite reviews, our topic discussions, our Q&As, uh, Rampage reviews when Rampage debuts, our uh, previews and reviews of pay-per-views, and um, whenever we can get them, interviews. We're working More on, to we're come. Working on it. More to come. <laughs> Also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter. You can follow the channel at BeautyXTheBeard. You can follow me at LetTheBeardPlay. And you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. You can. And don't forget to follow us on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on. Uh, yep. Please give us a follow or subscribe. That would be much, much appreciated. Thank you. Yep. So y'all have a good one out there. Be good to each other. And we will see you on the next one. Bye-bye.